What's up, guys? This is Aaron with the Big Old Belt Wrestling Podcast. I am watching Ring of Honor's Global Wars 2016 tonight. I'm going to uh, try something different here. I think I'm the only one from the show that ordered the uh, pay-per-view from Ring of Honor and New Japan Pro Wrestling tonight. So I'm going to try and kind of live podcast, not like live on the radio or anything, but uh, intermittently I'll kind of add to this recording throughout the show. It'll be kind of like a live reaction, you know, instant reaction type of deal. I put a poll out on our Twitter at BGB Group and asked our followers which match they were most excited for tonight. And uh, the choices were Lethal and Cabana for the world title, Fish versus Ishii for the TV title, O'Reilly versus the um, IWGP heavyweight champion, Tetsuya Naito. And then other, if there was another match that you were more excited for, and other actually won the vote up to this point with 28%. So I'm trying to figure out what match I missed that people were more excited for, um, considering the lack of build for some of the stories here. I'm guessing it either fell to the Briscoes versus War Machine for the tag titles, or perhaps, you know, one of the big multi-person matches involving Okada or Kushida or the Bucks. Something like that. Um, myself, I'm most excited for uh hopefully Cabana maybe walking away with the world title in Chicago, his hometown tonight. Um, if I hadn't been in Dallas uh, attending three different shows, Ring of Honor's Supercard of Honor 10 being one of them, just a few weeks ago I probably would actually be at this pay-per-view live, but you know, couldn't swing it as far as money and just I'm done traveling for a while. It was It's nice to be home, and I'm just going to watch this from the comfort of my recliner and um, intermittently podcast about it and Hopefully get this up shortly after the show wraps. But uh, very excited for the show. Excited to see my favorite Ring of Honor and New Japan guys. There is a new member of the Bullet Club that will be announced or made him or herself known tonight according to the rumor put out there by the Young Bucks in a video on social media today. I've been interacting with some of our followers about that. Just real quick before we start, um, at WWE. One of our newer followers, um, we've been talking back and forth about it. And we both kind of felt Adam Cole would be a good choice, especially because he's not really advertised or booked. That would be kind of a surprising thing. We haven't heard from Adam Cole too much since his loss in the main event of day two of Supercard of Honor 10, the No Holds Barred match with Kyle O'Reilly that I was actually present for. Um, I've, at I Follow WWE also said that. Um, They're most excited for Briscoes versus War Machine. They say, I want to know if Mark will turn on Jay and maybe join the BC, the Bullet Club. Um, So that could be interesting. I would think it would be someone who is associated with New Japan as well as Ring of Honor. Um, Adam Cole doesn't seem to go over there kind of exclusively very often. He's a big PWG guy here in the States. Um, I'm very intrigued by that. It's a kind of another story reason to watch the show tonight, given that the the two main angles that they've kind of touched on on their recent TV, which I follow online because I don't have a Sinclair broadcasting uh, channel in my area, are Ishii defending against Bobby Fish for that TV title that Bobby Fish has been going after, and I expect him to win that from Ishii tonight in a great match. And then the Cabana story, which started at Supercard of Honor 10. I'm, I, I, I just can't picture who's going to beat Jay Lethal for that title 
if he beats Cabana, I'm not sure how many people are left. Um, I also hope that New Japan doesn't go over in all the matches. Typically, Ring of Honor jobs more often than not to the New Japan guys. I'd like to see that kind of more evened out with the results tonight. Um, so, yeah, I'll check back in after a match or two uh, when it bears, um, you know, meaningful to do so. And um, I'll just kind of record in and out. And enjoy my reaction slash review to Global Wars 2016. Here we go. All right, back with you here. Watch the first two matches. Um, the opener was a fatal four-way. We saw Dalton Castle win. The four-way and the number one contendership to the Ring of Honor Television Championship. Uh, the match was against Adam Page, against Roddy Strong, and ACH. It was a fun little, I don't know, eight to ten minute ordeal. Um, I was kind of thinking Roddy would go after it, and he did a lot of complaining on the uh, commentary microphone that it was his title still and he wasn't done. So I think we'll still see Roddy be a part of it. Part of that TV title picture moving forward, but um, great for Dalton Castle, another step up. He is becoming a bigger player in Ring of Honor by the day. After that, we had Liger Burger, that's Cheeseburger and Juice and Thunder Liger, team up to defeat the Addiction in a very nice match. There was a spot where the Addiction uh, performed the celebrity rehab finish on Liger, and it looked like he legit landed on his head, so hopefully he's okay. He walked out. On his feet, with the help of a ringside official, post-match after Cheeseburger rolled up Daniels, they put the um, the best Meltzer ever finish on him, which is amazing, by the way. The moonsault part is hilarious. So I think you'll see um, those two teams continue to battle each other throughout the rest of this tour that they're doing with New Japan, um, heading out of Global Wars this evening. But um, solid start watching the... Um, briscoes versus war machine here i've got war machine i think that they still have um much farther to go with those tag titles i'd like to see them drop them to the young bucks at some point um maybe that's not to be but i like war machine here um just because they've been making such a big deal out of how they have never beaten the briscoes um so we'll see what happens get back with you shortly here Okay, so that Briscoes versus War Machine match was my match of the night up to this point. Um, just great work. Um, I liked the way the booking went where the Briscoes kind of hit them with literally everything. Jay Driller, um, multiple splashes off the turnbuckles, but you couldn't uh, find a way to pin either of the gentlemen from War Machine. Um, you know, like I said... On the preview, they've been making big mention. Or I might have said it on Twitter. I can't remember. They've been making big mention out of how the War Machine had never beaten the Briscoes over the years. And tonight they got over that hump, which was great. Um, I look forward to seeing War Machine continue to tear it up. They're one of my favorite tag teams going right now. After that, we had the IWGP heavyweight champion Naito against um, Kyle O'Reilly. And again, a great match. Technically great. Naito 
was his kind of irreverent, ambivalent self, threw, uh, threw the title in the air at the end of the match, and um, in the words of Steve Carino, kicked Kyle O'Reilly in the ding-ding as like a show of disrespect after faking like he was going to shake his hand. Um, Kyle O'Reilly did pick up the IWGP title for a second at the end. I kind of wonder what that's all about. I'd love to see these two work again. It was, again, technically a great match, a lot of you know, great striking and explosiveness from Naito, a lot of um, going for the armbar and technical submissions from the uh, the specialist Kyle O'Reilly. And then after that, we had the tag match, Moose and Okada versus Tanahashi and Michael Elgin. All four guys were super impressive um, doing what they do well. Michael Elgin is a beast. Um, I really liked the interplay and the respect between Okada and Moose. I think that's going to go a long way in making Moose into a bigger star. Love the drop kicks. Both those guys get crazy elevation. Um, the match ended with Michael Elgin eating a Moose spear, followed by the Rainmaker. Um, we've got Tomohiro Ishii defending the ROH TV title against Bobby Fish next. Um, I'm going to go because we've had three great, awesome matches. I already um, feel like my money was well spent tonight compared to the in my opinion, lackluster 14th anniversary pay-per-view back in February. But this has been a really great show, and I can't wait to see, um, hopefully, you know, based on my prediction, Bobby Fish take the ROH TV title back to Ring of Honor so that can be defended on television more frequently. So I'm going to get going here and watch that match, and I'll get back with you again shortly. Okay, seriously, um, Ishii just passed out in like a rear naked grapevine choke type of thing um, after a very hard-hitting match. Um, I'm not sure I like the finish. I wish it would have been... I mean, I guess they had to protect Ishii. They made a big point out of how he hasn't submitted in like over 20 years. And I don't know. I guess I expected more near falls and things I don't know it seemed like Ishii should have dominated that a little bit more than he did I don't know if I just expected too much out of that one but I I wasn't as big of a fan of it as I thought I'd be but maybe it bears a second viewing you know both guys definitely worked hard and congrats to Bobby Fish the new TV champ all right I'll be back in a little bit just had to stop and throw that in there my goodness I was promised the biggest super kick party in the world there. They teased it with the super kick counter from Mr. Wrestling 3, which he claims to have wasted $6,000 on the, the graphic counter on the TV. Um, no super kicks. Um, very exciting match. Um, a little bit different in that the Bucks weren't the ones getting all the spots, and they were taking all the spots from the machine guns from Kushida, from Matt Seidel. Very exciting match. Um I feel like in a little in a lot of ways it was a waste of Kushida who I just like seeing him go one on one with people who are capable of hanging in the ring with him but um this was fun for what it was also no new bullet club member debuting with the bullet club faction as promised um little disappointed there but we still have the main event they just did an angle where BJ Whitmer um was saying how Mr. Wrestling 3 is actually Steve Carino again and it's gone on long enough and he gave him a USB drive that has footage that he would be interested in seeing. They're going to continue that angle, which I'm a fan of. Can't wait to see where it goes next. Um, 
there was a USB chant in the crowd, which was hilarious. Never heard that before. So let's see what happens next year, uh, main event time. Oh my goodness. Okay, so that was amazing. Um, Cole Cabana and Jay Lethal had a very nice match, um, very back and forth. Crowd was very pro Colt Cabana. Um, he came out in an awesome Chicago flag, um, very bright, almost neon jacket. Um, you really believed that Cabana was going to win at different points of the match. Uh, Taylor Hendricks got ejected for interfering by Nigel McGuinness and the referee. Um, she makes her way back out to the ring after a very hard-fought match. By the way, can I just say, um, I'm not privy to a ton of Cabana matches. I've seen him wrestle live twice. Um, once at a Global Force show against Aria Davari, and then recently against Jay Lethal at Supercard of Honor 10 when I was in Dallas for WrestleMania. Um, he does this really great move where he gets his opponent uh, up on the second turnbuckle on his shoulders and then just kind of drops them so the... Um, Upper and lower ends of their body hit the ring ropes and turnbuckle. calls it the Chicago skyline. Very cool move. Anyways, so Taylor Hendricks makes her way back out, uh, pulls the ref out when uh, Colt Cabana pretty much had Jay Lethal caught and beat in the Billy Goat Curse. It's kind of like a reverse Boston Crab submission. And uh, pulls the ref out. And then um, she's kind of tussling outside the ring. I think... I think Cabana may or may not have made his way out there. But then the uh, the Young Bucks come out with two Bullet Club t-shirts. And, uh, you know, they had made the promise on Twitter, on social media earlier in the day, that they were going to add a new member to the Bullet Club. So come out with two Bullet Club t-shirts. Super kick Taylor Hendricks. Come in the ring, hand a Bullet Club shirt to Jay Lethal, hand one to Cabana. Neither one of them seem terribly excited or interested in the prospect of joining the bullet club lights go out lights come back on and i'm telling you go back at bgb group on twitter go back before the pay-per-view started and look at my conversation i had with um, a couple of our followers i called it i called it i called it i called it this is why you listen to the big old belt wrestling podcast because i called it lights come back on adam cole baby in a bullet club t-shirt um, kind of gives the smoking gun symbol to um, Cabana and Lethal. And then it's just super kick party spectacular. Um, they brought the super kick counter back up that Mr. Wrestling 3 had spent $6,000 on. And they super kick uh, Colt Cabana a bajillion times. They zip tie Jay Lethal to the ring ropes. And, soup, and like Adam Cole proceeds to super kick him over and over and over and over and over again. They're super kicking all the security guards that come out and try and break it up. They super kick, um, well, they go outside the ring and they super kick Kevin Kelly in the back of the head. Mr. Wrestling 3 is like going nuts, yelling super kick, super kick this whole time. He's so excited. And then they super kick Mr. Wrestling 3. They get out, the Jacksons get on commentary. Um, they're acting like, uh, JR, who I'm sure loved it because I know JR was watching tonight on the Fight TV app that he has stakes in. Um, just super kick raucousness. And um, the the gorillas of, oh gosh, it's the G-O-D, the guys, the Tonga guys that are in Bullet Club. Um, gorillas of Destiny. Sorry about that, fans. I'm just too excited right now. Uh, they put... 
Um, I think they put Cabana through the table. They put someone. It might have been no. They put a security guard through the table. Um, there's one part where the, they go to. They've super kicked everybody, and there's the cameraman in the corner of the ring, and they like wind up like they're gonna give him a triple super kick, and the guy comes in another like production guy, clearly an indie worker, but another production guy all in black, and says, "No, it's a forty thousand dollar piece of equipment." So the camera guy ducks, puts the camera down, walks out. They super kick this other guy. And then they kind of like the, – so the camera's sitting at ring level and Adam Cole and the Bucks and everyone crouched down and pretty much said, we're the Bullet Club. We're taking over. Um, gorillas of Destiny are spraying the spray paint all around. They spray paint BC on the table. They spray paint BC on the guardrail over the Ring of Honor logo. This was a moment. I know that they were trying to harken back to like the formation of the NWO, but this was a moment and this was needed because – you had AJ Styles, <clears throat> excuse me, leave New Japan um, shortly after Wrestle Kingdom. You had um, Gallows and Anderson leave for WWE from New Japan. Um, the Bullet Club was kind of a shell of itself. It was a shame. It was a shame that Kenny Omega could not be there tonight as part of all of this melee because it would have been fantastic. But the Bullet Club is back, my friends. Adam Cole, and I- I'll tell you something, I made a point to pay my $20 at the meet and greet before Supercard of Honor 10 to get a photograph and get an autograph with Adam Cole, baby, because he is your future Ring of Honor champion. I don't know how long they'll stretch it out. It would be very poetic if Jay Lethal, um, kind of acting as the babyface against the Bullet Club, um, lost the title one year to the date, you know, ish, the same pay-per-view, best in the world coming up in June, I believe. Um, that's where I think you need to do the title change if they can stretch it to that point, and I think that they can. But the Bullet Club is back. The Bullet Club had all sorts of life breathed into it tonight. Um, This was a moment. I'm not even mad at the um, main event schmoz finish. Normally those things really eat me up when we have a schmoz finish. Uh, We had a lot of them with Seth Rollins during his title reign last year uh, in terms of WWE, but this was a moment. This was great. What a great pay-per-view. I would say, you know, the first two matches were, you know, good to very good. Um, All the matches that followed for the most part had a few issues with the Ishii and Bobby Fish match. But for the most part, everything else was great. What an exciting ending to a pay-per-view. Very exciting ending. Um, Couldn't be happier. Called it. Love that Adam Cole's back um, and is seemingly the head guy, the leader um, with the Young Bucks, of course, and Kenny Omega of the Bullet Club. Um, it makes me sad that Mr. Wrestling 3 is not going to mark out seemingly for the Superkick Party anymore, but maybe if Steve Carino is brought back, he can continue to mark out for the Superkick Party. Um, but maybe, again, maybe that's not needed. Maybe, you know, they definitely were full-on heel tonight, and maybe maybe they don't celebrate the Superkick Party on Ring of Honor anymore. Maybe that's part of the point. And if so, what a great, um, what do I want to say? What a great facet to the moment of tonight um, with the reformation, the rebirth of the Bullet Club with Adam Cole, Bebe. Um, gosh, it just rolls off the tongue. You have to say Bebe after you say Adam Cole, Bebe. Um, great pay-per-view. Um, if you missed it, you know you probably shouldn't have listened to this podcast because I just spoiled every single thing that happened on the show. Um, couldn't be more excited. Um, a $35 well spent because I am a frugal man and i ordered the standard def version on direct tv um 
So, yeah, very excited. Wow, what a great ending to the show. This is Aaron with the Big Gold Belt Wrestling Podcast. We'll get back with you guys for the Wednesday Deep Dive episode and, of course, our Sunday three count um, every Sunday. So if you haven't already, please subscribe on iTunes. Rate, review, subscribe, tell a friend, retweet, um, share on Facebook, um, repost on Tumblr, all that. Man, I'm so excited. What a great night to be a wrestling fan. I'll catch you guys later. This is the Big Old Belt Wrestling Podcast. Peace and two. Sweet!